0: Start your week with a triple shot of good vibes. This is the Project Joy podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dugas. Thanks for joining me. It's time for this week's story of joy. So I want to talk to you today about history. Growing up, history was not my thing. Um, it was not fun for me. It was boring. I didn't see the value in history class at all. And it's not to say that um I didn't have some amazing teachers because I did, but you know, I think every child has that one or maybe more than one subject that is just not their forte. It's not their thing. They don't care. They're not good at it. That was history for me a hundred percent. And um and 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 I tried. And like I said, I had some really good teachers um, who tried to make it fun. And so being that it was the subject that I absolutely loathed the most, um, the couple moments that I had that really stood out for me were actually in middle school Um, I did have one in high school as well, Um, and and I'd love to tell you about those because they really brought me some joy. One of the things that I've learned, and I think one of the reasons why I'm a homeschooling mom now, is is in the realization that all children learn so differently, that we all have different ways of learning that's going to enable us to retain the information, to enjoy the information, and to also discover what it is that we're really good at. And um, so it's actually these moments with these particular teachers and these activities that encouraged me to be a homeschooling mom, to know that what I'm doing for my kids is the right thing for us. And so um, the first memory that I have in middle school is actually um, reenacting um, the Battle of Fort Griswold. So, any of you that are listening that grew up in Groton, Connecticut, like I did, um, you know that the Fort Griswold's kind of a big deal there. There's a lot of historical things that happen. There's the reenactment that happens every year, and um, as a middle school class, you get to actually split up between the two sides of the the battle, and one battle one group gets to come up in the boat on the on, in the sound up the river, the other one gets to be on the ground ready to welcome the people not welcome to battle the people coming in from the boat, the soldiers and it was so much fun to reenact that, and I remember it making it making the lesson really present and really real for me and and i and I remember that that day very clearly. The next one that we did was in reenacting um, what it was like to come in um, as an immigrant through Ellis Island. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, I remember bringing my Cabbage Patch Kid at the time, and that was my baby. And um Jessica, my friend Jessica at the time, another Jessica, we just had so much fun, like making up our names and they messed up our names. That was one of the lessons of coming into Ellis Island, but they turned our whole gym into this experience um, at Westside Middle School. And it was just one of those things, even though, you know, I hated history it was one of those things that stuck out in my mind and I learned so much and it was so much fun to do that with my family. Um, my, and I say, I said my family accidentally there, but I really did feel like, you know, my friends and my teachers there were my family. Um, and then the third, uh, one that I had was when I was doing maritime history, senior year of high school, we actually had gone to a battleship in um, Boston, Massachusetts, and had done a scavenger hunt on the battleship. And, um, you know, just trying to find different things on there. And those are the things that really just, even though this was a subject that I, I just couldn't stand, couldn't wrap my head around as a child. Those are things that stood out for me, and I was able to find the joy in it. I was able to um, connect with my teachers, connect with my friends, and connect with a subject that I really didn't like. So I think that it's so important for us to, even if we have a situation or something that we don't necessarily feel like we connect with, to find some way to connect with it so that we can make it the joyful experience that we want. And this has been today's story of joy. Have you ever experienced trauma in your life? Maybe you're dealing with a whole lot of drama in your life right now, and it's just not making it very joyful. Well, my friends over at the Trauma Squad have a safe space for you to overcome those things and experience the freedom and joy that you deserve in your life. Visit them today at Facebook.com slash groups slash the trauma squad or click on their link in the show notes. And now back to the podcast. Let's see here. You're listening to episode four of the Project Joy podcast and I am super excited because today is the first of a series of episodes I call Joy in Stories. So you've listened to me go on about different stories the last few weeks and the last week of each month I'll be inviting some of my favorite people to share some of their moments of joy. Joy can be an amazing thing to share in on your own but I think it's even more amazing to share in it with others. So that's what we're doing here today. I'm super excited to have a very good friend of mine on today who has been on my other show, The Breakthrough. He has traveled the world. He's an entrepreneur. He runs a lot. He does a lot of things. And um, so I'm really excited. Everybody welcome Aaron Fisher to Project Joy today. Aaron, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, so we're all about talking about um, joy and what brings you joy on this show, and I would love to, let's start by, by. what did you think when I asked you to come on and, and share about a, a moment of joy?
1: It was really interesting because you're like, you are talking to me about the concept of the show and the idea, and I'm like, okay, so what is something that we talk about? And you're like, oh, just tell me about a moment of joy. I'm like, yeah, see, all right, sounds good. And then, you know, I went home, oh, well, sorry because when I was answering I was outside and then I went home and I'm like eating, I'm like a moment. And then I'm like, I'm like, uh, then I sent you a message. I'm like, so what is your definition? And then you wrote back. I'm like, Oh, I'll just meditate this. And then as I was meditating, my meditation had to meditate on what joy meant. And then I was working out and I'm like, because to me, it's not a moment. There's so many moments in my life that I feel joy and joy is in so it was a very it was a very difficult um it's actually a very difficult question just to answer with one so mm-hmm. chances are i Probably going to answer with many. <laughs>
0: that's all right. That's all right. I, you know, whatever, it's funny because as, as we've gone on um, the last few episodes that I've recorded of the show, um, I've come on, I've done the same thing. I've come on to talk about a specific moment, and then I end up sort of when you're talking about that moment of joy, it brings back a lot of other moments. So, you, so then, but that's a good thing. That I, that's, it, that can't be bad in my book. So, let's hear it, Erin. Tell us about what brings you joy in your life or is something. that brings you joy?
1: So what I'll do is I'll talk about a series of events that led to a lot of joyous things. So when I lived in China, we used to do a program where we'd have kids from all around China that would come for an intensive one-week workshop, and we would do about eight of them. The idea was to facilitate confidence, well, was to facilitate and to bring instill confidence into the kids. So we would do the one week, and after the one week would be done, I would put notes on the wall, I mean, sorry, letters on the walls, and the kids would put notes in it. And it was just a way for the kids to always stay in touch. And because I was a foreign teacher, they put a lot of notes in mine. And they wrote a lot of things in it, like, you're my inspiration, you're my idol. But at the time, I didn't feel joy from that, because I was in a state in my life where I'm like, these kids are telling me things that I don't see in myself. They're telling wow. me things that I don't believe in myself. I'm like, I actually feel like a phony. Like, I feel like, you know, I've brought, I've, from from what it sounds like, I've given these kids joy and joyous moments and memories, but yet I don't feel it. I actually feel the complete opposite. And I remember taking that with me, and after the summer, I, I went to my job. My job went uh, bankrupt. And I'm like, okay, so what am I going to do now? And I, I went back to these moments of joy with the kids and they spoke about theirs. And I'm like, you know what, if, if, if 24, if 24 workshops with these children, 24 different workshops with children, with hundreds of different children, if they're telling me something, maybe there's something there. So I did what um, I wanted to do was just travel. I'm like, I, I don't understand who I am here, so let's let's see what happens if I go out there. And as I started traveling, and I'm like, all right, so what do you wanna do? I'm like, let's just go. So I'm like, okay, so I go to the train station. I'm like, uh, they're like, where are you going? I'm like, what's leaving soon? They're like, this one. I'm like, that's where I'm going. And at that moment, I kind of felt a little bit of joy, because I'm like, okay, I'm trusting myself. This is interesting. And then I got onto the train, and I went to a next place. And then I'm like, okay, where are we now? I'm like, I don't know. Let's go around. And then I'd I'd walk, and I would talk with strangers. I'm like, this is kind of bringing me a little bit of joy as well. And um, I'd slowly just go to these different restaurants and sit with the locals. And I didn't go to big cities. I went to the countryside. And being able to have conversations in Mandarin. I'm like, this is actually pretty good. And there was a series of events that started teaching me that maybe, maybe what I didn't see in myself is because I didn't put myself in situations to challenge and to really bring it out. Mm. So then came, okay, so what do I want to do? Let's climb a mountain. So I went to a mountain and you know, that the voice of you can't do this, you can't achieve this. What are you doing? Comes out. And I'm like, I took a train. I'm in a country that I'm learning to speak the language. I'm traveling with no agenda. I'm like, I'm doing everything that I normally would do. I'm like, okay, so mountain, you say no. I say yes. And I climbed it and I got to the top and I'm like, wow. And I felt like there's this, this rush of achievement that came over me. That's just like, maybe the kids weren't lying. And then I had that moment of joy. and I'm like, Okay. 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 So I'm 30 something in my life. And I'm like, now I'm starting to get this. I'm like, okay, let's put this into practice. (laughs) So I'm like, what else do I need to do? All right. I'm going to start a charity. Why? Because giving back gives me joy. Every time I give back, I receive more. Every time I wanted to give back to the children, they gave me more. Every time I wanted to give back to other individuals, they gave me more. And to be honest, I didn't have an upbringing where it's just like, Bad parents. I had amazing parents. Mm -hmm. I had a great childhood. Yeah, I I went through the struggles and stuff that children do, but I was great. And my parents were would always give me everything, even if they didn't have it. And that's a lesson that was embedded into me so young. And I didn't understand why. Mm -hmm. Why is it that my father would give me something, even though if it meant less for him, because my mindset was wrong. Less for my father to give to his children meant my father was rich. It meant that there was more. It gave him joy I'm like okay so I did my charity I opened up I went to the countryside and you know I helped individuals and then I got into consulting and then I'm like this is great and then um I was just building up these moments one after the other after the other and then came like my first race and I'm like okay let's do this and I'm like and let's be honest here it doesn't matter if you run (laughs) 10 meters or 100 meters the fact that you run it is amazing and the fact that I ran five kilometers and I finished was like whoa and that feeling and the feeling that was it's the one thing I liked about it was to me the reason that I find running so joyous is Because it's not you, you're running and you see people and you're cheering them on and they're cheering you on and you're talking and it's supportive. You're giving and they're giving and you're receiving, they're receiving. And then you get to the end and strangers are hugging strangers. I'm like, Oh my God, look what I did. And I achieved it. (laughs) And wow, like these, these are some of the moments that like one simple moment of questioning things led to an abundance of joy where the point is, When I go to a restaurant and I get to eat great food, that's joyous. When I get to speak with a a stranger, that's joyous. When I get to work and do the things that I do, I find joy. So the way that joy is, it, it was more of a stone being tossed into a lake of doubt that created ripples and actually started to create life around it to show me that there's so much more to me than there ever was and that joy is not limited to one individual but it's a gift that we can give to ourselves constantly by giving to other people in this world
0: Mm I love that. And I, I, I hear so much joy in so many different things. So joy in trusting yourself and joy in travel and joy in running. And and I'm so glad that you said that there's joy to be found in running, whether it's 10 meters or 10 miles, because I'm not a runner. So I, I'm going to feel good when I run out to the mailbox real quick now. To feel, I'm gonna feel so I'm gonna try to find the joy in that, but there's so many different things that you can find joy in, and it's kind of very similar to what I've talked about on my other show, The Breakthrough Before, where when you have that big breakthrough moment, it continues, you see all these other breakthroughs happening after that, and so when you allow to yourself to feel this one moment of joy. That's what you keep feeling is that that rolling effect of joy. If you could go back, Aaron, um, to those kids that wrote you those letters, and tell them something about joy or about life now that you you didn't tell them then, what would you tell them?
1: I, the thing is it's it's the funny thing about that is I, I wouldn't tell them anything because the letters showed me that their joy. The letters showed me that they were happy. It's, it's not that I needed to tell them. It's, if, anything, if anything, if I were to go back to these children, it, it would just be to say, thank you for showing me that I, I can bring joy into my life. Thank you for showing me that I have these abilities. And thank you for seeing something in me that I did not see in myself. Because of you, I'm actually able to create an abundance of joy because you showed me the in- innocence that comes through it. Mm.
0: I love that. I love that because there's so much joy to be found in gratitude. And and we don't do that enough these days. We don't do that enough of of saying thank you to people, even for for t- teaching us the lesson or for the, the, what they what is seemingly a small role that they play in our lives. And we, we, I think we would all have an experience more joy if we took more time for gratitude. And so I love that you'd go back and say thank you. And I'm going to say thank you to you now, Erin. I thank you so much for coming on and sharing a, a story of joy with us today and um, wishing you many more blessings of joy in the future. Thanks, Erin.
1: Oh, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. It's always a joyful experience with you <laughs> because you are constantly just doing amazing things. And the individual that you are is just, is just a blessing. So thank you so much. And uh, I really appreciate you asking me to be on this.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Aaron. Do you have an amazing moment of joy you've experienced in your life? tell us about it by emailing us at projectjoypodcast at gmail.com. And now, back to the podcast. Next week on the Project Joy podcast, I am really excited because next week's podcast is happening the day before my birthday. So we're, of course, going to be talking about finding the joy in birthdays. Do you celebrate your birthday? Are you excited about your birthday this year if you haven't had it yet? What are you excited about when it comes to birthdays and what's joyful about them for you? Maybe it's not joyful and you need to work on finding that joy there. Either way, you don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please take a moment to rate, subscribe, comment, and share where available. And until next time, make joy a priority in your life today and every day. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Project Joy podcast with your host, Jessica Dugas. We'll see you again next Monday and every Monday for another episode to start your week off right.